Welcome back to the Ambipod. This is episode two and last week we forgot to introduce ourselves in episode one so I'm going to make sure we introduce ourselves this time. I am Yasa, one of the co-hosts and co-creators at Misambi. And I am Busa, another of the co-hosts and co-creators yeah. at Misambi. Wow, <laughs> English well. lost me. Do you know what I was thinking? I think, I don't know if we should have like intros, like tags. I don't know, but I don't have one for myself. I don't even have a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone a tag. People have tried like there's been Yaya and Yefa. I like Yefa, but it's like no one else calls me that so I'm more trial. Oh. Uh, I like Yefa. I know, it's cute, isn't it? I mean the only one I ever had was B and then B became Yeah. Everyone got became B, so yeah. well, how's your march? My march has been uh, mm. My March has been good. I went on holiday. Yeah. That was the greatest bit. Starting this was also really good. The reaction we got. Um Pitts. I am going to be broken the next three months. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. <laughs> no, Yata, this week alone, if I tell you the bills that have just stacked up against my neck. Damn. No, I get it. I think, same. March was a bit eh for me. Like, I had a good month, but it's like nothing extravagant happened. There was not a standout moment. Yeah, there wasn't. And like, obviously this pod, post, this, the pod launching and the reaction we got from that was really great. And like, I got promoted um internally obviously thank you uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i don't know like after that first week of march like everything I've, i just feel like i've just been existing like i've been just literally coasting about the, i've just been taking day by day and it's just like okay this is it and the same with being broke it's my birthday next month and, my, and then i have to go see my mom in may and then my friends want to go on holiday it's like where do you guys think i'm finding this money from <laughs> Um, but yeah, back onto the topic of like the pod launch. We just want to say a massive thank you about from like all the feedback. Like I didn't, I thought we were gonna get like ten listeners, and I was like, I was gonna be content with that. But I didn't even think we'll get to ten. I really? thought if <laughs> if the people in the group chat and like Connie met uh, listened, yeah. I would have been happy. Yeah, no, but I was really excited about that. Um, so like I actually actually have the stats up. So we have seventy seven complete streams. I was really hoping that before we recorded this episode, we could get to a hundred, but it's okay because after step this, by step, <laughs> yeah. step by step, we're moving forward, little by little, we're making. Oh, <laughs> it's a Sunday, no? Yeah, yeah. Watch so, this space. Yeah, watch this space. We're gonna go from strength to strength. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Um, but yeah, there's something you just said that just clicked my click in my mind. Oh, Sunday. It is Mother's Day. Um, you guys won't be listening to this on Mother's Day, but it's Mother's Day when we're recording, so I just want to say happy Mother's Day to all the eldest daughters of immigrant flat families, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, of which me and Basola are both one. So yeah, shout out to us. Whoop, whoop. Yes, so in the month of March, what has been in your bag and what have you been loving? What beauty products have you been loving? Okay, I think I'm loving. I can't say I'm loving because it came just before I went on holiday and I didn't take it with me. Mm. It's the Topicals Faded Serum and um, what's the other one? Like Butter Serum. So far, so good. I used it last night and I woke up. I said, ah, that hyperpigmentation is really, yeah. it's lightened already. <laughs> so give me another month and I'll let you know my thoughts. But right now I'm excited. I can't wait to use the body spray. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to, I have a timeline for the body spray. If by your birthday, mm-hmm. some hyperpigmentation on my legs is gone, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, yeah, faded. Okay. That's the, that's it. Okay. That's the one. All right. Um, do you have any makeup stuff that... 
caught your attention. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I haven't worn makeup in over a month. Okay. So there's nothing. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing right now. Okay. Okay. So for me, um, Glow Recipe, the watermelon sleeping mask, mm-hmm. ten out of ten. Like literally, I'm so obsessed with it. It's like it says to use every day though, which I think is a bit excessive. But it's like it's not really. Does it have? exfoliants like chemical ones i have no idea (laughs) when it comes to skincare i don't really be reading like the recipes if it's like good online like it's getting good feedback online (laughs) i will buy it and try it myself it doesn't work then that's it um so i actually don't know what's inside but i know it's i believe the watermelon line is like the aha line Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's yeah that's yeah i might be wrong if i'm being honest to you i really should have said this (laughs) before but yeah and then i'm also loving the cerave foaming oil and i want to say i want to apologize for last episode because i said cerave doesn't work for me but i'm now a fan as you should be the foaming no but everything else is trash no you haven't tried the healing ointment yet have you tried the moisturizing cream i've tried the moisturizing i like it i like it i like that to be fair but i think the cleansers are not my bag except for this foaming cleanser so i've really been loving that and for makeup, minus the Elf Putty Balm. Um, I think I saw Kike promote this. And I was in like, was it Boots or Superdrug? I can't remember. Um, one of the days. And I was like, oh, let me pick this up. Because it was like £6. It's really good. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's not giving. No, no, no. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really good. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. It's really pigmented. Mm-hmm. But it's like not, it's not heavy. It's, it's a like um, uh, cream. It's like a cream consistency. So it's not like a lot so you can't like you can control Blend, the stuff yeah. how does it compare with the fenty cream blusher hmm okay so i don't love the color i got the fenty cream blusher in okay what did you get i can't remember now that's we dip no i got oh. like it, it's like a pink movie uh-huh. so i didn't love it but it was okay like i, I still use it to this day but mm, actually i might I, I might say i like the elf one but you know see Elf is doing the thing because I said their skincare, I've been using that. Yeah. Oh, the Elf skincare line, the super hydrate one, the one in the blue packet, that one's banging. Okay. So everyone should definitely get that. But I've been seeing Elf is really doing their thing. So yeah. I'm going to venture into them this month. Yeah, they actually are. To be fair, I've, I've loved Elf because like, I, I really like their concealer. Like I use that for the bright. No, I, the hydrating one is really good. No, I have the hydrating one. I don't know if maybe I don't like bright under eyes mm. and that's the problem I'm having. But I do not like my makeup when I use that concealer right now. Because I only use it for the bright under eyes. So I don't know. Cause, how much do you put? Because I literally no, only put like a dot. Maybe I've been putting too much yeah. on. I'll try it again. Yeah. So I love the hydrating thing. And I also love, um, they have this like lip plumper gloss. And, oh. But it's like, it doesn't, it tingles. But after like two minutes, like the feeling goes away. But it's like really good. But yeah. Um, second makeup product that I'm really loving is the Huda Beauty Easy Bake Second Powder. <laughs> I will never stop talking about that powder. That powder is really good. Like I know you love it. It's the best powder I've used, and I've used Fenty, I've used Lauren Mercy, I've used uh, what's that one that you buy from the hair shop? Um, do you remember R- RCMA? Black? Oh, I, I've used RCMA. What's Black it? Opal. Black Opal. I've, I've literally used every single. <laughs> you, you've been there and done it. <laughs> but yeah, that one is really good. So yes, so that wraps up our little intros and just so just to get into the kind of main section of the episode um i will run through the trend report let's go if i'm being honest the beauty news this year has been really like this month sorry has been really dead i haven't seen anything nothing nothing like it's either it's either like it's like there's been like launches here and there and there's been like topics here and there 
but nothing like nothing's I, been given like nothing to actually sit down and take note of yeah not even on tiktok not a single like yeah. oh try this that i've seen yeah nothing. so i was like uh, i don't know but anyway so for launches um we have a few but not a, not a lot excited me um but we'll just go through except for ruka hair but we'll go through them so like i said first one ruka hair they uh, announced their launch of their first product because they usually sell hair. Mm-hmm. So they have their first product, which is the hair perfume, which I'm very excited about. But I'm not per se excited about the product. I'm excited by their marketing. Okay, I agree with you there. Yeah. Because I have short hair. I don't need a hair perfume. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I get you. No, but I'm there. I'm, I was very excited. Like the way they did it was good. They did the um, influencer dinner, and then they announced the launch of the um, the pop- thing, the, and then they announced the pop up at um, Westfield. You know, I went to Westfield for work yeah. last week, yeah. and I forgot the pop up was there, so I didn't see. What it. entrance did you take? I took the normal entrance, as in I think I walked past it and did not make notes. Oh, nice. I'm so upset. But anyways, they're there until the 1st of May, so... Okay, there's still yeah, time. Yeah, so there's time. I, do you know what? I work near Stratford, I should... But it's like, to leave Stratford Station and then actually go to Westfield is a bit much. No, just do the underground bit. No, I know you can do that, but it's like, I'm still going to have to come back and then go home. So I, I'm go- I want to go when it's like, actually, I'm going to Westfield rather than but just when do you, passing do, through. When does anyone actually go to Westfield? I go quite a bit. When I want to go with Sarah... This is why you need to start coming to the Zara and Lakeside. That's a good Zara. Mm, No, it's just way out of the way for me. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, so Rika Hair launched their hair perfume and that was, I guess, my best launch this um, month. Yes. It's not a launch, but I just discovered the Bondi Sands SPF spray for the face. Mm. I didn't know they had a spray. And I've been thinking, I actually need to start wearing SPF over makeup this summer. So that's something I'm very excited for. And I've now found it on multiple websites. I don't think it was that available before. I think that was the problem. Mm. I don't know. I think you sent it to me on TikTok or something. But yeah, I think, yeah. That's That's literally it for me. I don't know. See, controversial opinion. I I wear SPF, right? Uh But I think SPF warriors be doing too much. I'm so sorry. I'm... Once my SPF is done in the morning, I'm not reapplying. I'm so sorry. If you go to the beach, you need to reapply. When I'm, how likely am I going to go to the beach? I don't know. We live in London. Southend's uh, how 50 minutes away. Go? When's the last time you went to Southend? When I was like 12. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's not going to be like, I'm, and also because we work now, I'm in office every single day. So it's like, I don't need to, well, in my mind, I don't need to reply. So you're telling me I need to reply every three hours. Do you work next to a window? I do. Yeah, then you should be reapplying. When I redo my room, my desk is going to face the window. So I know I'm going to start wearing more SPF. Okay, well, um, yeah, sure. Wear SPF, guys. Like, I'm not saying don't wear it, but the reapplication is just a lot. I think if you do it like once, like six hours later, you're good for the day. It's the ones that are like every two hours, you need to do a whole new SPF. That's a bit much. Yeah, no, thank you. And next launch was JVN Hair. JVN Hair was created by Jonathan Van Ness, one of the creators, I don't know. Host. A host of um, Quiet Eye on Netflix. Is that Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, okay. I wasn't excited for the launch mm-hmm. until I saw the actual product. Because I'd, I'd seen like stuff online about like, oh, he's launching a hair. Well, I think... He, I think he had already been launched in like America and like Canada, mm-hmm. but it just come, it just came to UK this month and it's launched at Space NK. And like, I didn't care, like, I, like for me, 
JVN doesn't join you any, like I, he's yeah. not, I'm, I, I personally don't think I'm his target demographic. No. Um, and also in the marketing of the launch as well, when they were including like curlier textures, it was very much mixed race, light skin, 3C hair. And I don't like, I'm open to using it just because I think because he has a background in hair care, it will be okay, but it's not anything particularly exciting to me. See, and remember you sent me this and yeah. I was just like, this is not a cup of, my cup of tea. Yeah. I, I don't appreciate the products. <laughs> Maybe I don't appreciate the marketing as well. Like, I want you to try it, but that's like, all I have to say on the thing. Yeah. I just, I really don't think, in this day and age, I'm getting really tired of people not thinking about, okay, it's a hair care product. Mm. Everyone has hair. So yeah. just make sure you're letting everyone feel included. Yeah. It, w- it wouldn't have been that hard to get one dark skin or one that's person with saying. different texture or different hairstyle. Just, yeah zhuzh it up a bit like yeah. be inclusive from the get-go don't be like oh in five years we realized when we first launched it isn't inclusive so now we've done this specifically for 4c 4b hair like if you go from the get-go it's better i feel like i'm always going to re- reference fenty for that yeah that's something she did exactly. she went through it from the beginning you know, but it's the thing that even like when they do try it's literally it's only a light skin black yeah. woman or mixed woman and it's like, well, then, am it, I, I, like, is it for, but they will say it's inclusive hair care, but, but make no reference to the marketing or anything. So why would I buy it then? But it's like, like I said, because he has a back, like, I'm, because he has that background, I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe it's like worth a try. Yeah. But when you look at like American cosmetology school, I don't know why that's been on my TikTok a lot recently. <laughs> like only recently have they started including like textured hair in their mm. training and stuff. So I'm, I'm still wary no, about even, these I'm backgrounds. even looking at their Instagram now and it's like literally not one dark skin black woman is on there or not even just black or like even like asian women as well i'm telling you to save your coin sis don't buy it this is scary do you know the only reason i want to buy it is because i have a space and k loyalty card i don't want to get points <laughs> how do you have a space and k loyalty because, card no, okay cool let me talk like i'm obsessed with space and k right now no i love them but i've never bought them and i don't think i will no it's amazing like what's so amazing have, okay their customer service 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. um every single thing you buy is like points towards your thing and like i think i'm like 100 points now and i got five pound off last month so that's why i got the charlotte tilbury's break for 15 pound it was 26 pound they had a sale and then they got another five pound off as well okay yeah when it's yes please okay guys that's the reason why I want <laughs> um next launch was refi is expanding to lip products which i i couldn't care less for <laughs> why are they doing that i don't know that's what i'm saying like when i was like when i was writing the notes i was like I just think, okay, I get you need to release new product or this is not exciting, like what we were saying last week about Glossier, mm-hmm. but I don't think lips was like the right move for them. Couldn't they do more? I feel like they could have done more shades. No, I was going to say do more eye stuff, no? Mm, that's true. Do they do eyeshadow? I don't think so. I think no, I know they do eyebrows, blushes, and bronzer. But even the bronzer, um, what's her name? Alicia Lati was, yeah. um, she was reviewing it on her Instagram stories and she was saying like, the bronzer is literally a blush for her and she's not like she's like my, my skin yeah, tone yeah, yeah. and maybe even lighter so she's, like, and that's a darker shade yeah she's lighter that's, so then it's like no, th- see this is what i'm saying people are focusing on the wrong things yeah. extend what you have make sure it's great for everybody and then extend into products you your bronzer they don't even have mus- they have a mascara don't they i don't think so i haven't seen it so you started with the eyes and you're moving on to a different that's part what of I'm the saying. face yeah i i don't i like i like I get it, but I don't. Like, if you want to expand, sure. But my thing is, is, I don't know. To me, Rafai is not 
a like a holistic beauty line no if she did just stick to eyes i wouldn't be mad but there's no longevity in that mm. i do get that. i know that's what i said i do get it but i don't i'm know. just shocked lips yeah and like the products don't even look exciting either <laughs> i i really i really don't like their packaging i do you know i like the <sighs> simplicity of it but even like it's like i said when it, alicia lottie was um reviewing it she was saying like her stuff came like damaged and like Ooh. the makeup brush was like the hairs were all like disheveled and it didn't look great so i'm like mm, maybe not but i'm very excited about their brow product yeah i just think they just extend the um i think there's only like three shades of the eyebrows yes because so, i think i went on the website yeah. once i was like let me see what everyone's talking about no so if they had done ex- shade extension sure but the lips didn't care for and obviously topicals launched in the uk well they, whoop, they whoop. deliver to the uk they haven't officially launched yet i think the launch is coming though. are they still delivering they're still delivering they even did a free delivery recently because i was looking <laughs> <laughs> i was looking on offsides like because i'm still trying to like warm up to the idea of glossy um of topical sorry i think you should do it do you know why i am it's because it's a black woman if it wasn't i, I don't think i cared for it, you know what, what do you mean i think i when did i discover topicals 2020 yeah. i think since i discovered i've been waiting to try this product and yeah. now it's here i just can't believe it even the way the packaging came it was beautiful got my little stickers i really i'm on this sticker thing now i really it's understand a, why you do it it's a vibe. but i think and then the marketing for like the british um yes, launch that. that was beautiful the dinner um i think it was a gold consulting that mm. did the dinner i've started following them they work really hard yeah. i'm just saying like they're doing what they need to do today i got an email 75 questions with people from topicals yeah. and it was the ceo like they're doing that's what I'm saying. but that's the thing i'm only interested because it's a black woman no i think they i think I forget that it's a black woman really? sometimes. I honestly forget it's a black woman Maybe because I follow the founder on Instagram. So, like, when I see her, I see topicals. No, I literally just saw topicals. Oh, I did wow. know it was black-owned, but yeah. that wasn't the forefront of my mind. Yeah. I was looking at the product and the way they're marketing it. And that's what drew me in, I think. Mm. And I don't think you ever hear a new product from such a small company where they only have, what, like, five things at the moment. Mm-hmm. And everything everyone has ever said has been good. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard a bad review about topicals yet. I'm excited either way. Um, so I haven't ordered it, but maybe I will. We'll see. If you hear this, just know, number one fan, I've been <laughs> tweeting you from day to come to the UK and I wasn't recognised, just saying. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess next thing on the, like hot topics that were like trending online um this month was bella hadid um opened up about getting um a rhinoplasty nose surgery at the age of 14 which i found so crazy but i blame no one but her mother because yolanda hadid is a witch <laughs> I, I don't want to call anyone's mom a witch or a villain she on mother's is. day i didn't want to oh, do it oh, sorry some people deserve it Everything I've ever seen about her has just been scary. And I was like, how? But then I'm not going to lie. I think anyone that pushes their children into fame and Hollywood in this day and age is just a scary person. Mm -hmm. You know Jojo Siwa? Mm -hmm. Her mum started dyeing her hair blonde when she was like three who does that yeah. why do you desire stardom via your child so much that you're doing that it's yeah. just scary it's very scary and it's like she also says, mentioned something about um she wish she regrets getting her nose done at that age because um she felt like she would have grown into it and mm-hmm. like it reminds her of her, her ancestors and, and like, heritage yeah and that all just remind me about a tiktok that i saw um when like so i think the caption was something like the fact that you exist means that there's a long line of people who fell in love with someone else that looks like you and it's like 
I don't know. It's just, do you know what? I, I literally can't blame her. Like, it's you like, can't. She you was, can't. It's she her was mother. a child. And it's like, if you, when you see like clips and stuff on like Real Housewives of Beverly, I think it was like Beverly Hills or Orange County that they were on, when she was telling them like, if she, if they're not feeling well to eat three almonds and then go Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How, how do you marry a Middle Eastern man and then expect your kids not to come out looking Middle Eastern? It's, it's like the men, um, women that um, have children with black men yeah. and get upset when their child doesn't look like the quintessential mixed race child. So They're just, it's just inbred craziness. I'm sorry. Crazy. But yeah, speaking on the topic of like co- cosmetic surgery, a bill, well, they're trying to pass a bill um, regulate, to regulate the uh, process of like injection and um, injection of Botox and fillers um, in the UK for people. I think they've passed a bill that re- um, prohibits this for mm-hmm. under 18s, but now they're also trying to pass it for who is able to um, administer these license, these um, pr- procedures. And yeah. What do you think about that? I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, definitely under 18s. I find it really sad when you see someone that's literally like 19, sometimes even 17, I, and they've had so much filler done already. Yeah, and it's like, no, my thing you is, haven't grown into your face. I think it shouldn't be done until you're 25. I think, I, my, I would agree for 21, but you know the whole thing is like, you go through like another second puberty when you're like 22, 23. I think I've gone through mine. Same. <laughs> Because I was I was talking to my friend the other day. I said the way my body has changed, yeah. it actually only makes sense for it to be second puberty. Yeah. So it's like imagine like you have your puberty when you're like twelve, thirteen, and then you go through again at twenty three. Why would you then put anything in your face? And like no no like judgment to anyone who does, but it's like it's like why didn't you just wait for that time to cut pass? Settle down and then do it. And then I think when you look at how trends change so quickly, yeah. you're altering your whole body. The Kardashians have all melted their BBLs. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fair enough. If you're going to do this, go to someone with actual qualifications, yeah. which is also why I'm against people going to Turkey yeah. for like surgery, even teeth. Yeah. It's just scary. It's very scary. And I, I don't know. The whole cosmetic procedures is just. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's really a lot. And there's a new thing every single day. And it's like, the, especially because like the article I read about this, it was saying that people like the, there was actually like an influx and rise during lockdown where people were saying like, oh, at home procedures and stuff like that. And you'd find these people on Instagram, no qualifications whatsoever, but they were administering this. Do you know how crazy that is? Because like to get um like a training course, yeah, it's very accessible. But it's like they've never been to medical school. They've, they just start buying. They just start. And half the time they're buying fake um, Botox. Yeah. There's literally a holographic seal to know if you're buying real or fake. Yeah. Do you just know something else that I found really scary Whoa. on Twitter? I saw people doing dentistry, orthopedics and braces yes, I from saw, home. Yeah, I saw that. No qualification, no license, uh, no medical school. You're just doing braces for vibes. No, it's literally just like it's just really scary because that's why this bill is they're considering launching this bill because there's so many people that have been botched and it's like there's no there's nothing you can do because they, they're not, there's not like a governing body mm-hmm. to say that okay le- le- this procedure's not allowed and this is not why isn't there one there should be for I some... think there is for medical procedures before, like surgical procedures, procedures but, but not for, for non- non-invasive yeah which is very scary but honestly guys just go even if your dental surgery offers Botox I know they're like, it's I'm still so weird it's very weird I think my dental surgery weird. does. It's very weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's just slightly better. At least they're qualified in something. Mm. Yeah, I agree. But um, I don't know. I'm like I'm. I try. I try to focus things around like beauty trends 
without judgment because it's like everyone's influenced mm-hmm. by something at one point in their time at one point or another in their lives but still it's just a bit just take time like like when because like my thing is in my process the thought process if i do ever d- decide to do like cosmetic surgery it's like i'm not going to do it before i'm 25 it's just not happening mm-hmm. unless i get money first <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i just had just take time and just like slow it down because yeah um but yeah next trending topic is the idea of like sustainability and and ethically shopping when it comes to beauty and i have to admit i don't and not to because i buy a lot of makeup Mm -hmm. but it's like i don't throw away a lot as well like unless it's like a um complexion product Mm -hmm. it will probably stay like i have i was um sorted out my makeup drawer this um past weekend and I literally have lip glosses from when I was 16 still. Did you throw those ones away? No. Okay. See, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's harder to shop sustainably for makeup mm. just because you, of course, hygiene issues and things yeah. like that, um, making sure it lasts. But at the same time, I think I consider how I shop when it comes to beauty. I don't buy something unless it has lots of reviews. I don't mm. buy it until like I'm absolutely sure I want this product. So therefore, I feel like I'm less wasteful in that respect. Mm. And then like you, I don't throw stuff away. I don't. I, I have my Fenty foundation from 2019 yeah. and I don't think it's ever going to leave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the idea of it is good. Like I, we were mentioning, we were talking about last episode about like how we don't do it when it comes to fashion. But I think, like you said, it's a lot harder to do it for beauty products because it's very unlikely that you throw away stuff unless they're like genuinely finished. And it's very, like the only thing I've literally finished in the last couple of months is like setting sprays. I don't think I've even finished a certain part. I finished my Laura Mercier setting powder last year, though. Okay. So, but it's like, it takes very long for that to happen. Especially when you don't wear makeup like that. Skincare, I always finish everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. But beauty is really hard to finish. Yeah, but I think the conversation around this more is around, like, greenwashing and how, like, a lot of brands have now started co-opting those terms like vegan and ethical source and whatnot. I have no issue with vegan. If a product's vegan, it's vegan. Do you know I don't look at it? I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't want to say I don't care. Yeah. But I don't care. It's not something that sells a product Do you know me. it is? Now that I'm in beauty, I don't care if it's cruelty-free. Cruelty-free. Okay, that's fair. Vegan, don't but care. What does cruelty-free actually mean? Like, not it, tested on animals? It's not tested on animals, I believe so. You know, I used to think when they said tested on animals, <laughs> they used to make up on them. <laughs> so... If someone could actually explain to me what it means, because I know it doesn't mean that. I believe that's what it is. It's not tested on animals. Okay. Um, like, any part of the, like, production process. Um, but, yeah, I don't care for that. And even, like, the clean beauty thing, like... Clean beauty Not having chemicals fad. doesn't do anything no, for me. I'm sorry. I like chemicals. Yeah, when you know, they'll keep my products <laughs> shelf-stable, not growing bacteria. I don't want that. I No, when yeah. they say no chemicals, I actually get upset, because everything's actually a chemical, yeah. so you're lying. Yeah, did you see that tweet? Um, someone tweeted the... Like the properties of a banana mm-hmm. and it's like so many things that that contain a banana but that's a natural occurring <laughs> thing so it's like it doesn't make sense it doesn't but yeah a lot of what do you think of brands then co-opting the, like these terms like they're they're ethically sourced or whatnot and they're sustainable i don't think they are because even you know like refill products mm-hmm. a lot of times they still come in plastic so my thing i'm like what's the point then like sure it's smaller packaging but uh, the smaller packaging is helping the environment. Oh, please. <laughs> it's still going to the same landfill. <laughs> um, see, that ethical word, I've actually, I was just thinking about it now. It's okay. You may say that you're ethical in terms of where you get your 
cocoa butter form in terms of the farmer Mm -hmm. but you including how you treat the workers in the office because maybe they're working 100 hours a week in Mm. a non-ethical way like it's just words at the end of the day and there's no action i feel like oh i feel like I have some favorite brands you're going to hear. Glossier. They're very transparent in terms mm-hmm. of how they treat their workers and stuff. They're, that's a brand I could say. They're mm. ethical. Yeah. What does ethical really mean at the end of the day? I don't know, you know. Like, when it comes to beauty, I don't know. I know it's just, like, doing the right thing. But I... what is the right thing in beauty? You could say it's not selling beauty products. Everyone embraces yeah. their inner beauty. I don't know. But that's like... Please Sorry. don't do that. <laughs> Please sell beauty products. I want to enhance yeah, I think, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, anyways, I like I said, I, like if it's it, the only thing I look, well, I don't really look for though. If it's mentioned that it's cruelty free, sure. I won't lie to you. Doesn't do a lot for me, and I think that's because I'm not of that in, way inclined. Like veganism and stuff that that doesn't. It's yeah. not my lifestyle. I, I, I do think it's interesting how we've adopted it quite well in the clothing, but mm. beauty is. I think it's just such a hard industry to crack. Yeah, that no one has done it yet. Yeah, because either way, like it's coming in plastic. Let's be real. You just you just keep it in your your cupboard for longer, and then <laughs> try and try and reduce the amount of product you buy, and that's about it. Um, and then last thing in trending topic, more celebrities have announced their launch. And you know, I've noticed they really they, the way they spin it in um uh, magazines is very interesting. So Drew Barrymore of all people, <laughs> yes, she has a makeup line. Uh-huh. Yes, that's the one that's really Drew Barrymore. Let me do the three I saw was Drew Barrymore. Gwen Stefani, huh? Yep, and Idris Elba and his wife Sabrina Elba. <laughs> but their their one is um skincare. I'm not mad at their one, but Drew Barrymore's one. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, the the way they spin it, Drew Barrymore and um Gwen Stefani's one. Gwen Stefani, the headline was like, music is not um uh Gwen Stefani's first love. Makeup is. I was like, I've never seen her talk about makeup. One when she was like popping for her beauty looks, it was when she was cultural appropriating. <laughs> So it's like, mm, it's not giving. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think Drew Brown was like, shouldn't maybe Drew, it's not for my age. Maybe it's not for our age, but shouldn't she be doing like book stationery? Yeah. She should be doing stationery and bookmarks. Yeah. That's that's her vibe with her book club and everything, no? Yeah. That Drew Brown more once spun me. Adrius Elba and his wife, Sabrina. Um, I'm here for it. They're a lovely couple. But do they need to do everything to, together? Yeah. I think <laughs> the marketing would have been so much harder if it was Idris by himself doing a skincare line for men or unisex one. I would have enjoyed a skincare line for men by Idris. By himself. Yeah. I'm really upset they're doing but the I, joint one. The way they so like the the article that they did was um I think it was like for Vogue or something and they mm-hmm. were like um, she, he would see like products on her thingy line, and he'd be like, "Oh, can I use this?" But but it's a, it's for it's for women only. And she's like, "No, it's not." So they're trying to make a unisex um inclusive skincare line no, they could have done that yeah. but i don't think his wife needs to be involved i think if the marketing was just idris yeah. it would have gone clear and i would have wanted to buy it but it's like why do you do guys do everything together <laughs> i mean through why? sickness on huh? <laughs> maybe i'm just a hater because i'm single but please can we have you separate sometimes i just want to see my man idris yeah topless in the marketing the black <gasps> I could have done the marketing campaign for that I one. I think it'll be good. They haven't launched any product yet. They've just like been making noise about it. But I think it's called like Selba or something. Yeah, yeah. it was a weird name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The be the um, celebrity um, to beauty entrepreneur pipeline is really doing a lot. <laughs> yeah. Beauty companies need to stop giving celebrities the time of day. They do, and like I don't mind collapse. Like for example, Megan Sally has one with Revlon. I thought she was just an ambassador. 
No, she had a, like a line. Oh, okay. She had like an edit or something like that. And Doja Cat did one with uh, BH Cosmetics. They like a they have a brush line. Can beauty companies take notes when you're doing collabs with celebrities? Bring that collab to the UK. <laughs> I'd have bought the Revlon one. It's not in the UK. I don't think so. I haven't seen it. Revlon's barely in the UK as yeah. it is, so the collab wouldn't have come. Yeah, so like I, I don't mind collaborations, especially when it comes like for example, Magnus Allen. She has this whole thing about she used to do her make her own makeup and tour. She mm-hmm. doesn't do anymore, but it's like so that makes sense. But like a whole beauty line, but I think it's just for it's, it's just for money because it's like the if it's in their name, it's going to them. But if it's like a collab, like they only get a portion. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, I can't think of any celebs that could start a beauty line now that I'd be for it. Mm, Dua Lipa for me. Sorry, I'm really obsessed with Dua Lipa at this point in time. But <laughs> that's another story. That's definitely. <laughs> no, she's. I, I'm not gonna get into my love for Dua Lipa, but she's literally the pop. Like she's. I wouldn't say she's the Britney of this generation because Britney's still alive, but she is the Britney of this generation. But anyways, I digress. Moving on to the next topic, which is our main topic for the episode, which is navigating the beauty industry as black women. And yeah, there's been a lot of articles that were published this month about um, just how the beauty industry in itself, and not in this, just this month, the last couple of years, about how the beauty industry and certain beauty trends are slightly very toxic which um yeah i agree and especially on like twitter and stuff there's been like a lot of conversation about like the pressures of being like black women having like the like laid wig and um like the best beat and stuff like that and even saw tiktok i felt so bad there was this girl she did i can't remember what trend it was but she did a trend with like a transition trend right mm-hmm. and the transition wasn't great like i would even say but it's like when i went to the comments i was like you people are wicked like it was just like oh do it again sis because i don't think you did it right i'm just i'm just like oh i think i know what video you're talking about like i get it like i got it but it's like to now then comment on it and literally the girl was like in the comments like i don't care what you guys say that this is this is whatever it's like this is me whatever Mm -hmm. but it's like why would you how do you feel the need to comment that and it's just like there was like a whole twitter discussion about how the like the process of like having your hair laid all the time or like the pressures to doing that story um is very and is rooted in anti-blackness and stuff like that so yeah i don't know what do you think about that i think i kind of agree i think looking at it the pressures there are to like look a certain way Mm -hmm. to dress a certain way are so extreme nowadays like i'll take a personal one Mm -hmm. like i posted on instagram i'm not wearing makeup in like the first post Mm -hmm. got so much less likes than like everything else like significantly less likes mm. and then um i was talking to a friend and we were talking about in sixth form and how the only person like the boys in our youth found attractive was the per- one person that wore makeup any every mm. day and that's no shade to her yeah. but it's just saying how like there's so much pressure to look a certain way all the time when there really shouldn't be yeah and i think it's right re- it's very much like exacerbated as black women as well no, exactly it's like if you're hit like, even though, even that's why like i've stopped wearing wigs because it's just like so glue on a wig every single day. I don't know how you used to do it. I admire people that hey. can do it. I don't have the strength or energy. I don't even have the skill set. Yeah. And I don't think I ever will. <laughs> it's very, it's, it's a lot. And then it's like, I ha- I mean, I'm okay. I'm, I'm decent at my makeup here. But then it's like... You're good. She's very good. <laughs> I wanted her to do my wedding makeup because she's the only person I trust with my face. And then she stopped doing makeup. <laughs> I'm okay at doing makeup. But then it's like, to even to like work. So like I, said, I said last week, I used to wear makeup every single day. It's tiring now. Like, I'm tired of makeup. Like, even, like, to when I'm going out, I do literally do bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, 
oh please like i can't it's just doing it every like performing like i said last week performing beauty and all of this it's a lot it's a lot and then it's annoying because i even saw tiktok now um that imagine you're going out and your friend wants to come out with a puff and not a laid wig i said jesus christ like i saw that as well my natural hair is beautiful i can design it so it's popping i shouldn't even need to design it the way my hair comes out of my head should be good enough um but yeah i just think it's like as black women just the pressure of like having to look good like even when i go out now i can't go out on my bonnet anymore you know i feel very self-conscious when i'm in my bonnet see mine was never because i just found it weird really i honestly i think it's because my mother's ingrained in me in the yeah. back of my head like <laughs> i just couldn't understand i wouldn't go out in my pajamas so am i going out in my bonnet i wouldn't go out with my okay i will go out in my house clothes but i live mm. in a predominantly caucasian area that yeah. does it, that doesn't affect me <laughs> i don't know anyone anymore i haven't spoken to you in a long time yeah. but that's what how i saw it you're literally going out in something i literally just wear to bed yeah. i don't even think i wear my bonnet around the house like that really no no so like I, this morning i went out to go because i was cooking so i just go out to buy like onions and stuff like that and i went out my bonnet because i live very close to like no, the high street so it's like no i get that it's when people are dressed up oh no or like you're going to school yeah and you have your bonnet on your head yeah that's a bit much what do you think about the whole like you know monique last year when she was like don't no that was wrong wearing bonnets today yeah airport. i, I kind of get I'm it sorry i understand why it to the airport i don't want hair yeah. all down my back yeah. when i'm sitting on the plane I'm, especially I'm if it's a long anyway. yeah you're going to bed Ugh. why should i pack it in my bag to now take it out like yeah. i understand it in some situations but i don't think it's an it's not every day yeah i just think there's just so many rules like yeah on like being beautiful as black women and it's just like half the time they don't work for everyone so it's like mm-hmm. why should i follow them it doesn't make any there's sense no... i saw an article um by ella lanta mm-hmm. on the rise of like Per- the perfectly imperfect makeup trend is basically about how beauty has changed in the last couple of years mm-hmm. and how it's less about like contour and and conceal and whatever it's more about just like experimenting with what works for you and like engaging with like the beauty trends on an individual basis you're not liking that no i disagree because really? that's not what's happening so i get like i saw it from both points of view so mm-hmm. she so the, the publication that that it was written on as more of like a um indie mm-hmm. one so maybe that's oh, sorry. sorry so that's probably why but yeah but i think not even just makeup i think in the indie space everyone thinks they're being individualistic yeah but they're all following the same trends yeah like euphoria makeup yeah it's a trend now it's not individualism everyone's yeah. doing it because people are doing it mm. they're not doing it because that's how they're expressing themselves mm. and i think that's what's happening at the moment. People think they're expressing themselves without realising they're following a trend. But I think it's like doing... Okay, because not everyone is doing like the euphoric. A lot of people are still doing like clean girl beauty. I mean, it kind of interlinks. To they're, they're the same they're thing. Very I think they're the very same thing because the Euphoria makeup look is the clean girl beauty base with, with rhinestones. Eyeshadow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get you. But I do think... I think in some cases do you know what it is i just think there's more freedom to explore different yes looks now Th- that's I what's like. changed yeah which i like so it's like, like not it's everyone not has to full glam yeah 2017 yeah bold eye bold lip yeah so i i, I kind of like that um but as i don't know as but even like i said so like even just like reading articles and stuff when you see these things it's very unlikely that black women are included in conversations it's like mm-hmm. so then what am i supposed to be doing then euphoria makeup <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so like going back to just like engaging, engaging with like the beauty world, um, it's just like just nothing. I, okay, 
I think when it comes to marketing mm-hmm. and PR, mm-hmm. there is it just seemed like they're catering to black women a lot. But if you actually do like a deep dive or like actually use the product yourself, it's not really it doesn't really have black women in mind. At all. Even what's it called? I know this is fashion, but have you seen um what's it's a Hollister brand, but mm-hmm. the, the Jack Wills. Yes. Their marketing has changed. Yeah. Very urban. Yeah. In inverted commas. But if you go in store or if you go on their website, it's still. Yeah, very much not, white. Yeah. No, even even down to like I was looking for because I really want to get new jeans, but I don't want to go to like a Zara and thing because I want like proper, proper like, jeans that's gonna last me. So I was talking about Abercrombie and Fitch because I saw this girl on TikTok. She was doing like a little haul and she had um she's plus size girl as well. She had these like really nice jeans on in there because like, they're really stretchy and that's what I look, look for in jeans. And like on the Abercrombie and Fitch website, they have a plus size range, but the people who are modeling are no bigger than size twelve. Like literally, I would even say ten because I was like I was looking at like. So what? Like, if it wasn't for that TikTok, you and I had know. just seen the the thing, I was like, this is not gonna fit me. Mm-hmm. But I still wanna buy it though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just like I don't think like people just people, the brand story, they just they see, it's very much an afterthought thing. They see Definitely. people like from minority backgrounds or like think marginalized backgrounds, should I say, as an afterthought, or they use oh. that as a marketing employee. Oh, wholeheartedly. It's like they realised um, during the summer of 2020, oh, black pound or minority pounds, really high. So let's just include them slightly so mm. we can exploit it, but not um, go forward with it. And then I've seen some people comment on how that that's why we need to be more careful when we tell people on like TikTok to run to Zara, run mm. to Primark and go buy this. Just because you're just consuming, consuming, consuming. Take mm. a second to think, is this actually for you? Have they thought about us when you're buying that product? Mm. I agree, um, but I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's. I think let's speak candidly now. Outside mm. of the notes, like in terms of your experience of like shopping or engaging with the beauty industry, how do you feel about that? See, I think I've adopted some mentality of my mother being Nigerian. Like I try not to let things affect me. Mm. So in terms of yes, I'm not being represented. I just want to spend my money there. Mm. Like I'm not gonna complain and protest to the end of time. Like I admire people that have that energy, but I have very little energy. I'm yeah. not going to waste it on something I can't can't currently change. change yeah. So it's like I try and just find brands that sit well with me mm. i follow people who connect me to brands that i like mm. so it's like as we said before when people switch up their content on you just like that it's kind mm. of disappointing because you follow them for that reason they were connecting you with other people you wouldn't know about so i think it's just i've taken the t- chance to sit back and in terms of the beauty industry i know it doesn't wholeheartedly reflect me on who i am however i will take the bits of it that do mm. do you know what I'm very much, like, I think I tweeted earlier this month, I was like, I'm not ashamed that um, popular culture and popular trends influence me, you know? <laughs> no, because, like, if, like I said, if I see something on TikTok, I'm going to buy it. Oh, my God. I need to stop at work. They must think I'm addicted to TikTok because everything I try <laughs> is because of TikTok. Yeah. I got something for lunch, TikTok. I got a drink from Starbucks. <laughs> it was TikTok. I talked to them about something that was trending, TikTok. Yeah. Like, I need to rest. Like, I am influenced by TikTok. But I think I take what I'm influenced yeah. by. I think some people are wholeheartedly influenced by what they consume. E.g., yeah. you know, um, people on TikTok, they'll be like, look at my Alex Ikea joys mm. from 2014 yeah. and everything I bought because I was influenced um, on YouTube. On t- mm. Like, I'm not that type of person. I don't think I ever I will be. I am, you know. But it's like, I th- it's kind of like the same. Like, if it, no, do you know what it is? It's, I will buy, try. If it doesn't work, then 
I just won't do I won't buy mm-hmm. it again. So like I'm I'm open to trying a lot of things and engaging in that sense but like i don't know because like for, so what we're talking about like like sustainable sustainability and like ethics and stuff mm-hmm. if a brand wasn't showing black people do you not shop for there me yeah uh-huh. i wouldn't for, for complexion no absolutely not complexion but then my makeup is very simple you know i don't mm-hmm. wear eyeshadow so i just probably wouldn't end up shopping what about there. skincare ah let me see let me look at my skincare <laughs> see everything that i have at the moment, has black people in their marketing. Okay. But, yeah. I think, just on the topic of just, like, existing as black women, um, something happened earlier this month about um, where... Sorry, do you want to explain it? Because I actually haven't been able to read that. Like, I can't sit down and read it for myself. Okay. I haven't read the um, full review because Mm. I was going to, and I realised I will just get too triggered. So, Mm. to run it down, there was a child at school... And the school called the school teachers called the police on her because they s- said she smelt like weed. Mm-hmm. The police came to her school, took her into a room without the teachers, and strip searched her, made mm-hmm. her remove her tampon and squat for them. Wasn't let her put in a new one and made her reuse it. Mm-hmm. And then let her. They didn't even do any aftercare from the police or the teachers and sent her back into her exam. Mm-hmm. Like nothing happened. Yeah, that is. That was so disheartening. Like, like I, ha- I wasn't like. If it wasn't for social media, I'll be honest, I wouldn't know about this case. Because oh. I, I couldn't bring myself to read the thing. No, I saw... the When, like, the news came out, I saw it once. I did not read it because I said, you know, I'm not in the mood. But I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. So mm-hmm. I took the time to read it. And I honestly... It was the most disheartening thing. And the fact of finding out about the case two, two years, later. years later is disgusting. It's, it's just... Just existing as black women, it's just... It's just a constant state of um frustration mm-hmm. and you know like now they're like doing like protests and stuff and they like there's this like ongoing debate about whether it should be um black women or black girls sorry should i say because she was 15 years old um should it be just for black girls or should it be for black boys as well because obviously they also experience it's like um police brutality, brutality i would yeah. say yeah i think case in point the focus should be black women right now mm-hmm. but it's not to say not to widen it out but it's just like time and time again you see how black women have not been supported not been yeah. thought of you look at Brianna Lee Taylor mm. yeah. nothing this child nothing they did nothing but I, I mean to be fair I, I give them props because I've been seeing like quite a lot of things where like um, college students and stuff or like um, school age students or were like protesting in their yeah. school, her, the school her school protested yeah. which people please be careful we don't yeah. expose the girl that yeah. was really scary to me that was yeah but it's just like really sad because every as a black woman you are actually made to be a adult black girl black so girl, yeah. as a black girl you're made to be a woman and an adult before your time and yeah. it's not fair it's not right because it actually doesn't happen to any it other doesn't and like even person. down to like just what you wear mm. or like how you present yourself it's like like and like I don't blame our parents like for example me like I developed like in terms of like physically mm-hmm. very early like from the age of like 10 Same. so there were certain things i will not i was not allowed to wear and it's like why does then why does that blame have to be pushed onto me like i know it's not on purpose that our parents would do it and they're trying to protect you but at the same time it's like why do, why not teach the people that do the wrong yeah why is it put on me the onus is always put on you and you're the one that will get blamed at the end yeah. of the day in so many communities it's not fair it's literally so disheartening 
but I don't know. I just send all the love that is to Child Q and any other um, black girl that has experienced that because I, like I think that. it's just it's it's sad, but it's like very much a universal experience when it, it comes is. to black girls in England anyway because even down to like I remember like in secondary school and stuff like that our skirts was like a huge problem for the pastoral team like we would always get like get detention or get put like uh, get in trouble for like having short skirts but no it's because they they're not long enough Mm -hmm. that's what it is but then like there'll be a white like I remember there's this white girl in my year and like she would literally roll her skirt like five times and it'll be fine it'll be fine so I don't know the policing of like girls and just our experiences it's very disheartening it's extremely disheartening um shout out to a social enterprise organization tag that made a post about how you could help black women girls in school sorry as a black woman i keep saying women black girls in terms of becoming a school governor going to schools Mm, and like um just appropriating the clothes for black girls in school and black boys as well because they also need that support so if that shouts out to you that's something you should definitely do yeah definitely moving on to something slightly less um saddening and yeah. upsetting we're gonna round up today's episodes talking about our wants for the next month what we're looking at purchasing or anything we're looking forward to try so i'm gonna start with yata what makeup bits are you looking forward to um so it's not anything in particular but i'm really open now that i have the charlotte Tilbury satin spray okay i'm not overly obsessed with it as of yet mm-hmm. because i think it's very like it's very mattifying and i was just over the past past couple of years i've been very used to like my dewy makeup so i'm still like trying it out see how it works see how i love it do you use it as a primer and set yeah so they said that you should so i i have and i think that really like maybe just my face maybe i should but anyways i'm open to using like the entire like charlotte tilbury line i know that like, the magic cream it's like really popping money man <laughs> Not the, oh, it's not the entire thing, but I really want to try the foundation. Mm-hmm. There's mixed reviews Which one? Like those. Uh, I can't remember. The one that was trending. The actual foundation, not the one that people use as a foundation. Oh, yeah, the actual foundation. Okay. There's a, a bit of mixed review. Some people don't love it. Some people do. So, open to trying that. The Magic Cream and... I think that should... Maybe... Did they have a concealer? Maybe Probably. Oh, they, they have a powder. That's it. The powder one as well. Okay. Open to trying that. Um, and then also, I need. I want to get back into using eyeshadow again because I was thinking about my my birthday. I was like, am I gonna get an MUA or am I gonna do my makeup myself? I was like, let me just save money and do my makeup myself. Um, but I was like, I don't really have any eyeshadow palettes that are, like exciting that will like, make me like stand out on the night. So I I don't know what in particular, but I'm really open. Like I need to buy like a new eyeshadow palette that's really. Bold. I don't. I haven't seen any eyeshadow palettes. I know. Recently. I just think because like the how it'd be interesting. No one cares for eyeshadows anymore. Yeah. The only one I saw Maybe you should do Euphoria makeup. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what about you? Makeup, anything you're interested makeup. in? Makeup. Um, I think I'm going to, ha- having talked about the e.l.f. concealer, I'm going to go back to concealer. I think I'm going back to Too Faced, my love, my sweet baby. Oh, yeah, the thing. Um, There was a whole thing about it being Apparently it was a lie. It's, not, it's yeah. a lie. Thank God, I was going to cry. Because <laughs> I'm going to try the e.l.f. concealer with just the dot. And yeah. if not, I'm going back to the Too Faced one. And I think I might need a new foundation. I feel like me and my Nas, we've, we've done the good one. Have you tried that Fenty Hydrating one? No, you keep talking about yeah, it. that was good. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, so that's probably the foundation of my dreams yeah. at the moment. And then skincare. Uh, honestly, I'm just going to start using my topicals regularly. Yeah. That's all I have. Um, I'm going to try and finish my... Ce- that's CeraVe Healing Ointment. I've had it since yeah. December 2020. I'm only halfway through. But I want a new... <laughs> slugging pink um oh i saw something that was new for slugging i don't i can't think of it at the top of my head no, but i saw something 
there was like a it, was, it wasn't trending as well but i can't i can't think of it but um for skincare for me it's bioma i think i mentioned last week i wanted to mm-hmm. try it but i've decided what i wanted to try now so i wanted to try the jelly um cream jelly cleanser the balancing face mist and moisturizing face cream because i'm i'm still on the lookout of like a really great face cream yes the elf the one in the blue tub i think it's called super hydrate mm. banger okay I'll try Banger. it because like I'm right now I've been using the um Ren night cream mm-hmm. and like that's great but I feel like it's so, not it's not moisturizing yeah anyway so yeah I'm really on the lookout for new face um cream and I heard there was this thing about before you put on any like um serum mm-hmm. you should use a face mist apparently that makes the serum work better I don't know if that's true but I saw that interesting I've never heard that the vitamin e1 from Superdrug. That one's really good, but I don't know why it's just come back on TikTok again. Like, people mm-hmm. aren't gassing it again. I was like, I thought this was from 2019 and yeah. left it behind. Um, and for hair, I've decided mm-hmm. before my birthday, I need to get my hair trimmed because I, I haven't, since I've gone natural, I don't think I've had my hair professionally done. And I have a lot of split ends. So I found this dress, um, hairdressing studio. I mm-hmm. think it, I believe it's black owned. Yeah. I can't remember. It. I think it's in Peckham or something like that. But um, it's called Elevate Hairdressing. So I'll be going there. Ooh. And if products also i want to start using gisu which i really love their brand story um i don't believe it's black owned but the the woman is like i don't want to say exotic that's not so bad <laughs> she's um what's the oh she's poc okay <laughs> so um so like the whole story is it's about like honey infused hair care product and like she her family actually owns like a bee sanctuary mm-hmm. so that's why like it's, i don't know the story the brand it was story just very really, cute it's really cute yeah um hair hair i don't know if I'm growing my hair out. Mm-hmm. I'm still stuck. Yeah. I'm trying to make that decision. The thing I really want to do is relax my hair. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the energy to maintain it. See, I say you should. Are you maintaining it for me? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, because my thing's like, if you're going to grow it out, mm-hmm. I say relax it. Let that grow. Because when it comes to the fact, I don't know. Because my mom's like, if you grow out your hair, you're going to have to relax it after a certain amount yeah. of time because it will be too. I hate when. But you... do you wear? You don't wear wigs anyway, so. I know, but I also want to just wear learn wigs. how to style it. What my hair? Yeah, when it's grown out. I know, but I also want to wear wigs. Like I'm just having a whole hair mm. dilemma right now. Like I miss braids. I also wish I could wear wigs. You know, just once in a while. Yeah. But I don't want anyone to look at me like, oh, you're obviously wearing a wig because they know I have short hair. Learn how to do the bald cap method thing. So it's like it lays your hair flat. I don't know if you've seen on TikTok when they put the thing and then they spray. Oh, that I've tried to do that once. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard. Maybe I'll have a go. I have a couple of weeks. I don't mind destroying. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it for my from us. Yes. So thank you guys for listening to this month's episode. I keep wanting to say week, and we are not there. Um, but thank you. I hope you've enjoyed it, and please let us know your thoughts and what you think about what we've shared today. Talk to us in our comments and share this episode. Yes. It's been a good one. All right. Sorry. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye.